So if you had to sum up 2020 in one word, what would it be? <laughs> Just a laugh. Is that all? <laughs> Anybody, a single word to sum up the year? Oops. <laughs> That's a good one. Change. Change. Okay. Yes. This morning, uh, somebody said, yo. That was their word at the 7.30 service. Somebody else said, terrible. Uh, dictionary.com asked their Twitter followers the same question, and they got some interesting answers. Unprecedented was the most common one, which I think is a good one. It was. Nobody, nobody could have known what would have happened this year. Um, apocalyptic was a, was a common one. Everybody used that word. Uh, many people now believe that we are clearly in the end times. And I don't know if you remember that original lockdown time. It felt apocalyptic, didn't it? The streets were bare. The shops, the shelves had been just about all emptied. It was weird. Uh, I think my favorite one was a slang British word, omni-shambles. I don't know what that means. But 2020 wasn't just a shambles. It was an omni-shambles. It was a shambles all around. <laughs> and so I wonder what words are sort of sticking in your mind as the year ends. What, how are you defining this year? It may be negative words. It probably would be negative words. But I think it would be easy for us to get all hung up about this year and to always remember it with these sour words in our mind. And I'm not trying to minimize the pain. I know that there was suffering, that there was, there was hurt, there was grief like never before. I'm not minimizing that for a second. But I think that if we get caught up in complaining about it, 2020 is going to always be sour when we think about it. It's going to have defeated us if we come to the end of the year and we think of those words as summing up the year. And so even though we're limping to the end of 2020, I want to throw some different words at you today, uh, words that I hope you can hold on to, words that I hope can actually redefine the year for us in a bit of a positive light so that we can end the year not defeated. We're going to end it limping, I know, but so that we can end it not defeated but with hope, even though it's 2020. And so here are a couple of words that we can look at this year as we close. The first one is the word realize. Realize, and by that I mean realize, whenever you think of 2020, realize that God was with you. Uh, some of you attended our Blue Christmas on Tuesday, and one of the main points that we made was that God is with us. Uh, Matthew wrote it and when he was telling the Christmas story. He said, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The whole Christmas story is all about God being with us. That's the focus of Christmas, really. And so when we look back at 2020, let's remember that nothing took us away from God, not even COVID-19 itself. God was with us every step of the way. Realize it today and give thanks, would you? Whatever difficulties you faced this year, he was with you. Remember that hymn, and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own it's in the garden that God did this in the hymn. But oh, how present he was with us, not just in the garden this year. God walked with you and he talked with you uh, in the hospital this year. He walked with you. He was with you uh, in your lockdown home. If it was just you or you and someone else, he was with you. He was with you in your messiness this year. He was with you in your Zoom meetings. <laughs> 
that you had to do with your family. He was with you every time you sanitized your hands for the millionth time. He was with you through it all. Not, there was not a single second where God wasn't with you this year. And I hope we can realize this as the year ends. A very busy mother went into her room one day and started writing a letter. She was all uh, concentrating on what she had to do. She started to write and write and write, and suddenly she heard a little cough in the corner of the room, and it was her little boy on a sofa. And she turned around and said, oh, how long have you been there? And he said, I've been here the whole time. You just have been too busy to notice. And sometimes I think (laughs) if we would just turn around, we'd see that God is right there. And we'd say, how long have you been there? And he'd say, I've... I've been here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. You've just been too busy to notice. And it's been one of those years of frantic activity, hasn't it? Especially when the lockdown lifted. We've all been so busy trying to figure out what's going on. And maybe we've, we've forgotten that God is with us. C.S. Lewis said this. He said, we may ignore, but we can nowhere evade the presence of God. The world is crowded with him. Love that. The world is crowded with God. And so realize that today. Whenever you think of 2020, realize and recognize. Oh, that would probably have been a better word to have used. Recognize or realize that God was with you, that he never left you for a second. Okay, a second word that we can look at for 2020 is the word rejoice. And you might say, are you serious? 2020, rejoice. Have you been living in a hole this whole time? And I'd say, no. I've seen the pain. I've seen the sorrow. I've seen the heartache. I've seen the horror of 2020. But my joy remains alongside my sorrow. See, Paul once said this about himself. He called himself sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. They kind of existed alongside each other in his life. Deep sorrow, but deep joy. Another time he told a group of Christians to rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Famous words from Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord in 2020. And again I say rejoice. Even though 2020 sucked, we keep rejoicing. We keep rejoicing even through our sorrow. Uh, In fact, John Piper put it this way in a recent article, and I love this metaphor. He said, faith doesn't shield us from waves of sorrow, but it does plant our feet on a rock of immovable joy. And when the waves leave, the rock remains. I think that's a great analogy. 2020 has been like a wave of sorrow over the world. But we who know Jesus have got our feet planted on a rock of joy. And even though the wave has come and washed over us, it hasn't displaced our feet from the rock of joy. We cry our tears. We struggle along, but still we are standing on the rock. So we have joy. I think the key to this whole thing is that phrase, in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in your circumstances. They're going to change. And so you'll stop rejoicing at some points. But rejoice in God. Rejoice in the Lord. And no matter what happens with your circumstances, He's constant through it all. His faithfulness is the same. His, his goodness, His love remains even though life goes up and down. And so rejoice this 2020. 
It may have been a tough one. There may be sorrow weighing you down, but that doesn't mean that your joy is going to be knocked over. Go deep. Go deep into your faith. Go deeper with Jesus than you've ever gone before, and I, I promise you you'll find reason for joy, even through the pain. Right, a third word for the year while we are still living it is the word repair. Repair, and in particular, I mean repairing the broken relationships that 2020 may have caused. It's been a year of strain on our relationships, perhaps like never before. I remember that initial lockdown, there were people who said, I've never spent this much time with my spouse before, you know, one together for so long. And in some ways, I think that brought people together. In other ways, I think it caused strain, sadly. More than that, what about this whole Zoom thing? You know, you had to Zoom a person who was in the next room to you for the, <laughs> for the first part of the lockdown. And many of us have had to do all of our birthdays and stuff like that differently because we couldn't actually have a relationship. And so for many of us, our relationships have become strained or they've, we've got distance now that wasn't there at the beginning of this whole thing. Or perhaps it's even worse. Perhaps a, a relationship has been fractured for another reason for you. You've said something, you've done something you shouldn't have said or done. Tensions have been high. Unforgiveness has been sort of hovering over us all this year. In fact, if 2020 has taught us one thing, it's that our time is short. You know, like never before, we're realizing that any day we could contract this thing, right? Some people seem to get it and recover instantly. Other people die. Like never before, we've realized our time is short. It could be any moment when God calls us home. And so would you repair the hurts, repair the relationships while you still can? Jesus said these sobering words in Mark chapter 11. When you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Do you hold something against someone today? Maybe that bitterness is kind of crowding over your 2020 and making it a whole lot worse. Maybe, maybe you need to forgive. Maybe before the year is out, you need, to, you need to forgive someone before that bitterness makes the year even worse. Maybe you need to let go of that resentment while you still can. Or maybe it's the other way. Maybe you're the one who did something you shouldn't have, said something you shouldn't have, caused a rift where you shouldn't have. Maybe before the year ends, you need to go and knock on a door and say, I'm sorry. Or pick up the phone and say, please forgive me. Just do it. Just repair the relationship while you still can. John Wesley, who we talk about a lot in the Methodist church, uh, had a great friend, George Whitefield, who was another preacher. And they were great mates until this, this division was caused between them. They had this difference of opinion on some matter. And it caused them great, great division in their friendship. They started to kind of despise each other, in fact. But after a while, they, they put their differences aside and they became friends again. When Whitefield died, Wesley spoke at his funeral. And he famously coined the phrase, we agreed to disagree. And so 2020 is almost done. Will you agree to disagree and just repair the relationships that you need to repair? Life's too short, not to. 2020 
can still be brought back brought right if you repair where there needs to be repairs. Okay, a fourth word that I want to share with you today is the word relent. Relentless means unceasingly intense. Something is relentless, it just keeps coming. It just keeps coming. And I feel like 2020 has been relentless. This whole thing has just been endless, right? It feels like it's never going to end. I feel like we've all just been put under strain this year without any gap. In fact, there's a lot of research that says COVID has caused more mental illness than anything else. Um, even those who haven't been infected physically have been infected mentally by this thing. We've all felt it. We've all been strained by what's happened. And I think we, we're holding on to, a lot of us are holding on to this anger and this worry and this despair and this negativity about what's going on. And I think we need to relent. We need to let go and let God. Remember that phrase? Let go and let God. Relent of that, that tight grip that you've got on everything this year. I read a story about a man who went to work with Mary, uh, Mother Teresa rather, in Calcutta. And he met her and he said to her, won't you pray with me? And she said, what can I pray for? And he said, I want clarity. Please pray for clarity in my life. And she said, nope, sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to pray that for you. So he said, why? Why not? She said, clarity is the last thing you're holding on to in your faith. And you need to let go of it in faith. He said to her, but you seem to have such clarity about your life. And she said, I have got no clarity about my life at all. But what I have is faith. What I have is trust. And so she said, I'm not going to pray for clarity. I'm going to pray for trust for you. And Maybe this is so for you and I this year. We're all wanting clarity about what's happening. We're all wanting to know when this is going to end. We're all wanting to know why God is allowing this. But maybe we need to relent. We need to let go of this need to cling to our own knowledge and to just trust God in this time. Uh, in our Bible study this year, we each picked a verse of the year, the beginning of the year, and then every time we met, whether it was on Zoom or in person, we would go around and each person would kind of talk us through how that verse was playing out in their lives. It was fascinating how through the year the verse would still kind of root us to God in the same way. Two people in our group chose this verse at the beginning of 2020. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And it was fascinating how this verse became, in fact, for all of us, a kind of a life verse we had to... We had to relent. We had to trust, not, not hold on to our own understanding, but relent our own understanding and just let God do what he was doing and trust. And so maybe while it's still 2020, you need to relent of your need to know, of your need to worry, of your need to be in control and just say, okay, God was in control this year. I can trust that he is going to be in control in 21 as well. So relent. While you still have the time, relent this year. And then one more word to end today is the word recommit. Uh, the word, the, the verse rather, that follows the verse that I just shared, Proverbs 3 verse 6, says, In all your ways, submit to him or commit to him, you might say, and he will make your paths straight. While the year is going, let's recommit to God. Let's turn back to him and submit all our ways to him. You know, all the stuff I've been talking about is really a fruit of recommitting. 
you recommit yourself to God 100%, submit your ways to Him, you'll, you'll find it easy to realize that He's near. You recommit to Him, you'll find it easy to rejoice in the tough times. Recommit to Him, you'll find it easy to repair the broken relationships because you'll remember how much He's loved you. Recommit to Him, you'll relent and let go and just trust. It all comes down to recommitting our lives to Him and following Him with all our hearts. Think about it. What if 2020 was the year that you recommitted to God right at the end? What if the end of 2020 was the the moment that you turned a corner in your faith and reached a new depth of commitment to Him? It's not too late. I'm sure you've heard the story about the chicken and the pig walking to the church, and they saw a sign that said, Help the poor. And so the chicken had an idea, and he said, Ha, let's... Let's make a nice breakfast for the poor people, brother pig. We'll make a ham and eggs for them. That'll be great. And so the pig said, well, that's all right for you, because for you it's only a contribution, but for me it's total commitment. (laughs) Now, I wonder how many of us are chickens in our faith. Chickens in that sense. We, We sort of contribute a little bit, but Jesus is calling for total commitment. Total commitment to the faith. Submit your ways to him and he will make your paths straight. It's not too late for 2020 to be a good year. I mean, I know we've only got four or five days left of it, but it could be a turning point in your life and mine if we recommit ourselves to God. Maybe we'll always think back to 2020 and remember recommitting ourselves to God in a strong way at the end of a tough year. Can I encourage you to go deeper with God than you have the whole year in the next four or five days. Can I encourage you to spend that time with him in the next couple of days to to go deeper in your faith than before? You know, we'll find if we do that that 2020 wasn't a wasted year. I think a lot of people are saying we could just write 2020 or pretend it didn't happen. That would be good. But it doesn't have to be that way. We can... We can find a new depth of our relationship with God and find that even though 2020 was a tough year, it was a good year because we went deeper with him. And so, yes, 2020 was terrible. It was apocalyptic. It was an omni-shambles. It was, oops, it was all sorts of stuff. But, oh boy, let's not let 2020 be defined by those words. That would just mean we've, we've relented and we've, we've given in to defeat. Instead, let's, let's choose some better words to remember 2020 by. Let's realize that God was with us. Whenever we think of 2020, realize his presence. Let's rejoice in him. Whenever we think of it, remember how he got us through. Let's repair the brokenness. And, and think of 2020 as a year where we repaired our broken relationships. Let's, let's relent and let go of the things that we're holding on to. And let's recommit to him like never before. And 2020 may have been a tough one, but it'll have been a good one. And so come, let's pray. Father, it has been a tough year. We don't want to be the type of Christians who pretend otherwise and who minimize the pain. Not at all. We know that there's been much suffering, much grief, much hardship this year. But even as we look at those things, oh God, we we lift our eyes to you as the year ends. And as we look back, almost looking back over a trail of destruction behind us, we look back 
and we realize that you never left us for a second, and so we can rejoice. Give us the courage, Lord, to do what we have to do. Give us the courage to repair those broken relationships, to make that phone call, to knock on that door while we still can this year. Give us the courage to relent, to let go, to trust. Give us the courage to recommit, to give our lives to you, to walk out of here with a new power and a new strength from your Holy Spirit, to live the life you've called us to live. Oh Lord, we know that 2020 was rough, but we declare now that it wasn't the worst, that it didn't defeat us, but that because of our faith in Jesus, our feet are on a solid rock, that not even COVID-19 can knock us off. We pray for next year. We pray that you would bless us and that 2021 will be a better year. Oh, we pray that. But we pray, Lord, that we will go into the year with a new depth of faith so that whatever comes, we'll face it with you at our sides. Go with us now, we pray, in peace. Fill our lips with your praise. Fill our hands with your power. Fill our hearts with your peace. And take us into the new year. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.